Hello and welcome to Meanwhile in the Falklands, the podcast exclusively from FITV because no one else does a podcast called Meanwhile in the Falklands, do they? Why would no. they? No. So we're here, um, it's a Thursday morning. Do you know what? All our jobs done so quickly this morning. We are so on the money, aren't we, this morning? On it. Oh my goodness, we're on it. Um, Hannah is busy um, editing the programme. Hannah, can you just give us a shout? Hello. That's Hannah. Uh, I'm here also with... Catherine. Catherine, excellent. She's just finishing off a, a uh, piece next door, aren't you? Yes, yeah. What are you piece doing? It's about the uh, Stone Run Marathon. Which we will come so, to in a minute. Yeah, we will. And we've also gone down and plucked Steve from his office up, up the corridor. Yes, Steve Foam's post-box aficionado. You are indeed, yes. Um, so it's been a exceptionally an exceptionally exceptionally busy week and followed from a very busy weekend and this weekend doesn't look like it's going to let up either does it no it's constant filming very busy very busy weekend yes so uh let's start with an apology to you dear listener if you're watching fitv and you watched last week which was 507 and this week which is 508 you may feel that uh we're looking a little bit grumpy but we assure you we're not Inside we're smiling, aren't we? Yeah, we don't we don't hate the news. We just uh, <laughs> we just apparently don't smile enough on camera. <laughs> no, now I was just saying to Hannah because Hannah's just editing um, today, so it's uh, me and Hannah are on the sofa this week, and Hannah's just remarked the fact that we all both look really miserable when the other person's speaking. Now I had a book somewhere which I think somebody's nicked um, about presenting, where it does say that you have to have that game showy thing on. Did, we, did you do anything like that at university um, with presenting skills? I, I remember we did some voice training. Oh, did and you? We, yeah, so we had it and our tutor was saying, imagine you're chewing a toffee and things like this to get your voice working. But I don't remember them sort of saying, oh yeah, you've got to really over-exaggerate your facial expressions. But, so did yeah. you like do like warm-up exercises? Yeah, and things so like it was, it was, we were showing sort of how to breathe properly and different techniques to sort of get through a sentence without sort of gasping in the middle if it's a really long sentence oh, wow. and things like that. But, um, but yeah, it's... You always think that you're smiling when you're on camera and then you look back and it's... You don't. You're, you're not. There is a piece of paper that's attached to our camera that says smile or you look like a miserable cow. Mm. Um, and it's very true. Anyway, um, the cry up from this week, week 508, go and view it. £6 a month or £60 a year, it's nothing. Go and view it this week and tell me whether you think Hannah needs to have a haircut because she feels that she does, does need to have a haircut. I don't think you do, do you? Oh, she can't hear. Um, so, yeah... Do you know what? Send us a message on social media well, about that. I have to say, I've found out recently yeah. that Hannah has a fan club on the Faros. Does she? She does have a fan club <gasps> on the Faros. So, Faros fan club, if you can come I love you know, that name. and email us or on social media and tell us whether Hannah needs a haircut. Yes. Mm. We, Hannah we, wants another trip to South Georgia. Please let me go. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yes, South Georgia was in the news. South Georgia was on BBC News, actually, in the week. It was, It yes. was. Um, I have to confess now that I recorded it for you. And our programme, uh, our, whatever our programme that records stuff on our TV, stopped after 26 minutes, just at the moment that they introduced oh. the piece on South Georgia. So I did actually know about it uh, because they put a call out on Twitter about six months ago. They were looking... F to um, get an artist to go down to South Georgia and, and do some paintings 
um, to be like a resident artist down there for a few oh. months um, because I follow a lady on Twitter that does these paintings of oh, Yorkshire, I think, on the back of matchboxes, the like little lovely miniature things. Um, and I messaged her about it and said, I don't know whether you might be interested in this. Um, but I don't know who's got it, but it, that was basically about it. And the fact that the whales are coming back, as we know, don't mm. we, um, Catherine? Yes. <laughs> uh, that the whales are coming back and the southern right whales are coming back. And apparently some blue whales have been spotted down there. Oh, wow. What about the same whales? I'm not even going to venture into any dad jokes during this podcast, Stephen. Okay? So I can't even right hear the joke that you've got about say whales now. Whales. Say whales. Oh. <laughs> oh. Yeah. There we that, go. That's that why one, we that don't. That quite bad. Yeah. You need to see the warning signs, Catherine. <laughs> you need to recognise the warning signs and then just shut it down straight away so we don't go there. Anyway, Catherine went on a whale watching trip. I did. I didn't spot anywhere. Weeks ago. It was oh, weeks you're giving ago. The, you're oh, giving sorry, the punchline oh, away now. I know. Oh, watch the news and find out if I saw any whales. <laughs> but you didn't. No, unfortunately. We saw lots of dolphins. That okay. was fun. Yeah, but um, yeah, I can't quite remember the whale watching trip now. It was so long ago. It was quite a while yeah. ago. It's been yeah. bumped from it week to week. It keeps bumped, but whale watching has finally gone out. As long as it doesn't get cut in the edit. No, um. it'll, be, it'll be in, don't worry. So do you now know your Commerson's dolphins from your Peel's dolphins? I'm still a bit not entirely... I think if I saw a picture of the two next to each other, I'd be able to get it. But just seeing them out in the open, I don't think I would be able to tell the difference. Mm. I think I need to go, go out on some more boats and... Yeah, well, we'll see if we can get you on the whale watching again because um, today, uh, listener, it's absolutely gorgeous. Blue skies, not a cloud in the sky. We've got the windows open. We sweltered in here when we recorded the news earlier because all the windows had to be shut. But it's it's absolutely beautiful. Can you imagine being on a boat? Well, I can't because I don't do boats, but. Yeah, that would be really marvellous, nice wouldn't today. it? It's perfect weather for going out on the water, yeah. sitting on a boat. Might give FIC another a quick call. Mm. So FIC and Penguin Travel do the do some whale watching trips down here, um, and we'll see if we can get you on again. Yeah, and see if we can actually see some whales yeah. this time. That'd be grand. Um, yes. Yeah, so last weekend, let's go back, cast your mind back to uh, Saturday, which is a bit of a madness, wasn't it? It was a very busy day on Saturday. Yeah. We, it was the um, final detonation of the landmines, so the Falklands are now mine-free for the first time in 38 years. Now, so you've so. not been here very long, have you? No, I've not. So but this is going to be a whole new... It, it's not really going to be a, quite a thing for you, whereas Steve and I have been here for over just 10 o- years just now. Just over 10 years now. And the minefields are a real big thing, weren't they? Yeah, I mean, they were. you, you sort of forget that... Um, you know, when we arrived, there were minefields at various places either side of the road to the military complex. Yes. Um, and you drove through them and uh, you thought, ah, oh, OK. <laughs> let's uh, not come off the road here. Let's, let's not, definitely not come off the road here. Um, and uh, But York Bay, which opened up on the weekend, um, just beautiful. Oh, my beautiful. word. Wasn't it? Yeah. Absolutely beautiful. Now, any uh, viewers, uh, any listeners listening to this, if you have a look at any um, reports on uh, what happened last weekend, if you look at it and you don't see that beautiful white sand beach, turquoise water, then you are not seeing York Bay because we were there filming it 
and taking photographs and it was mm. you've been on there since yeah, then haven't me you? and hannah we've gone and done some walking on the beach and it's so nice down there it's quite windy we were we were in the sand dunes and all the sand was blowing in our face but um it's really nice and we found the penguins there's some gentoos down there um so that's really nice but it's just such a nice place to walk and like you say the water's just bright blue and it's if it wasn't windy it would feel so tropical yeah so yeah it's, it's really nice i really think nice you might find the walk. fitv team will be down at York Bay this afternoon mm. because by the looks of things Hannah is getting through that very very quickly so uh, we can go and take some shots down there as well um, absolutely gorgeous down there um, you looked at me a bit funny then I was just gonna say but mine the quicksand yeah Hannah fell in the quicksand Unfortunately, I didn't take a picture of it because I was pulling her out of the quicksand. what is it with FITV people <laughs> and quicksand because Ollie had to be pulled out by um, Kyle when he first came down here, they went down to the Lady Elizabeth and he stuck his foot, he was knee deep in um, quicksand down there as well. What's going yeah. on? Quick, no, just stay away, stay yeah. away from quicksand the sand. Quicksand is one of those things that you hear about it when you're little and you're always told, don't go anywhere near quicksand and you think it's going to play a really big part in your life. And then it doesn't and it's a bit like, well, why did I learn all this stuff about quicksand? And I've got here and now quicksand is an actual danger. That I have to be and I've forgotten all of my quicksand survival techniques. Oh, I, I need so. to look at that woman on YouTube She just is, mm. where she actually gets everyone, goes and stands in the quicksand mm. And she shows you how to get out. Oh, so awesome. I need to need to look at that and see how to do that. Um, anyway, so that was Saturday. Manic, manic, manic. Everyone was up. So you and Hannah were at the business end, weren't yes. you? Yes. So Hannah was filming the explosion and I was filming the button presser. So that was great. So I didn't actually see the explosion because it happened behind me. Oh, no. So, um, yeah, I did, I did turn around and have a quick quick look and saw all the smoke. But, yeah, so I was filming the button pusher and it was a little four year, uh, three-year-old. Yeah. John, he, he won the competition to press a button, so that's quite nice that's for nice, him, quite yeah. exciting. Um, so there's another little girl who, uh, I think she's only three or four, who won the um, snipping the mm. ribbon. So she cut the rope to the, to the ribbon to go onto the beach, and then she ran onto the beach. Um, and I, I caught up with her mum and said, do you think she would say something? Because she's only little. Do you think she'd say something? What are her words like? And she went, oh, yeah, yeah. I'll get her to, I'll ask her. And so her mother had said to her, well, what did you just do? And she went, I opened the beach. And unfortunately, she'd gone. And I said, oh, okay, I'll, I'll come catch up with you in a minute. And unfortunately, she'd gone home, um, obviously a bit too pooped for the day. So she'd gone. Um, but that would have been lovely. Yeah. But everyone's on the beach. You filmed the, the sports on the beach. I did. There was cricket and football being played, which I thought was uh, really nice. I thought yeah. that was lovely. Yeah, so the cricket club and the uh, football club went down there and had a, an impromptu uh, game or two. Yeah. Um, the, the one, the, there was only one thing on the beach that was upset by the whole thing, and that was the oyster catcher that had decided to lay its egg in the middle of it all. And it was obviously was used to a nice, quiet, no humans on the beach, and suddenly 500 plus turn up all at once. Oh, no. And it was going manic. Oh, no. Quite sad. Um, Ollie was on one of the platforms at Gypsy Cove uh, with the drone, hoping to get the drone over. So he timed it all beautifully, got the drone up to get those first people coming on the beach. And then his drone, because it was cold and windy and the, and the drone was obviously having to do a lot of work to stay online. So the battery was draining down. So he had a 20 minute window, plus Figas had said he could have until 20 past two to do it. 
um, so he had to bring it back. So unfortunately, he, got, he did get a few people coming mm. onto the beach, but not the not the shots we ideally wanted, unfortunately. No, but I took I took a fantastic shot where they everybody went onto the beach. They went through two huge uh, sand mountains, yeah, and it was like dodging the, the quicksand, obviously. Dod not obviously dodging the quicksand, but it was like the doors opening to Narnia. Oh, really? Yeah, it was. It was, and you know, or or let's say the Shire in front of you. Uh -huh. That sort of shot that yeah. you see on a cinematic, and I captured that Thank with you. all oh, the people wow. going. Well, really Steve. good. So nice stuff. Nice I think stuff. It was nice. We um, got to go before they exploded the mines to go for a GoPro next to the mines, and it was going to be the, an amazing shot because it was right next to it. And Rand collected the GoPro after it had all been detonated. The GoPro hadn't moved. That SD card had broken. Oh, so we no. lost that nice close explosion. Mm. Shot. Oh, so GoPro people, if you're listening yeah, to this, look, this is a plug. Apple's not giving us any phones. So, well, we don't know. They don't think they're even listening to this. But GoPro people, you know, mm. send us down your Hero. Is it Hero Six or Hero Five that are on now? Yeah, the nice new GoPro. Please. Whatever the nice group, send it yes. down to us, please. And I, I have to. Say, I did use my iPhone for the shots. I think we all were on day. iPhones. So, um, and you know, so, despite the lack of iPhones coming our way from apple we are still we're still on the iPhone. we're still on the 11s apple come on yeah we need some more ones, we need please. some we, we need some 12s going down there um yeah we were all on our um because you've got an 11 haven't you and yes, hannah was on her 11 you were on your 11 yeah. um and that with uh, alongside uh canon 5ds which are absolutely beautiful and really canon i just love you you're fantastic as well can so I just plug them plug them canon After, while we're playing it can i just plug the fact that the Falklands, yes, is one of the few places in the world that can have a live music event. Because, okay. Yes, so I would like to say any of the major musicians in the world, if you're happy to come and quarantine for 14 days, yeah. come down here, stay at the Malvina House Hotel, yes. and then have a live music event which FITV can air and put out to the whole Brilliant. world. Right, who do we want? Can we have the darkness down? Because the, the fake Justin Whoever. Hawkins follows me. Oh, right, get the real so, Justin Hawkins following you. One, 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 could after this. Yeah. You need to ha we need to hashtag yeah. that when we stick yeah. this up. Anyway, um, so darkness people, Ed Sheeran, who else do we want? Oh, Ed Sheeran, yes, please. Yeah, he's nice. Somebody, so we don't need too bangles. much equipment. I'm fine with the bangles. Let's Are the bangles still around on? No, but they can reform as okay. far as I'm concerned. <laughs> um, so listen, guys, uh, what you do is you come down on the air bridge, which is a little bit hit and miss because the weather is, you know, can be a bit potty sometimes. So you come down, you get in a bus, you get set, taken to the Malvina House Hotel, which is a beautiful hotel here in Stanley. You get one of the sea view um, rooms on the bottom thing. So you've got a little balcony thing. In front of you is that gorgeous piece of grass so you can get out and enjoy the sunshine. You've got a gorgeous view of the, the harbour, lovely food for two weeks, and then you're out there and you can, it's just fantastic. And you can come out to society and the world is normal. Yeah, the world is normal. We'll set you up with a pub, you can hug people. You can shake hands with them. Yeah. Uh, you know, and it's. You can do a whole gig down here. Absolutely. It'd be brilliant. Yeah, come down. Come, come down. down. Charter a private jet and come down. That's a bit too much. I'm getting well, the Well, Ed Sheeran's probably got one. Oh, okay. Um, so that was that. Anyway, that was Saturday. We di we diverged a little bit on that live music thing, but that was Saturday. Um, and then Stone Run Marathon. I'm really sorry. I'm going to do a big on, apology. Hang on. Big apology to. Hang on a minute. A big apology to um, Ollie. 
because I said everyone had to be there to do the filming of the Stone Run Marathon, which was going to start at 8.30. So we needed to get interviews before then. So we needed to be there for 8 o'clock, which meant we had to leave town at half seven, which means we were getting up at some god-awful time in the morning. Um, and then that morning I just went, actually, we just need two of us. It'll be fine. So it was Catherine and I that did it, but... Um, so a big apology to you, Ollie. Well, I'm, and I'm going to have another hang on here. <laughs> okay, go on. Well, first of all, it wasn't just you and Catherine that did it. I came along. <laughs> you are driver. Yeah, yeah, I remember you were there. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I was there. <laughs> oh, the car was yeah. moving. Yeah, you know, and providing you with coffees. And, I think uh, the best thing was when we got there, and it was like we got there about quarter past eight, didn't we? And the walkers were just about to set off. So we filmed the walkers set off and I got back in the car and I went, right, we've got to be here now. We've got to wait for the runners to set off. And that's going to be half nine. It's like, oh, let's just go back into town and get a coffee and come back again. <laughs> Absolutely. It's beautiful out here. I can't even begin to describe the vistas. Paul's word of the week. I yeah, oh. word of the week. <laughs> the vistas that you get driving along that MPA road. It's just absolutely gorgeous. And it was misty and it was cold and it was a little bit rainy. But my goodness, didn't it look gorgeous? We, we almost forgot to film the, the runners. It yeah. was that, that gorgeous. So Steve was our driver and every so often I'd just yell, Stop that car! Look at this, look at this vista, look at this mountain, look at this sweep, look at this, I'm using gestures now, look at the sweep, look at the mist. It was just, it was gorgeous. Is it looking gorgeous? It in the... looks really nice editing it. Yeah, it's, it's quite a long piece because there's so many vistas, I just can't cut them all out. Excellent. So, well, that's what we need, yeah. more vistas in life. Yeah. Um, so that was our Sunday, really. Um, so, listener, I'm ever so sorry. We have been very, very busy. Um, Ollie's in Darwin at the moment, and in oh, look at the weather. Uh, it's just fantastic. So I hope he's got some really nice. I hope he's managed to get some hairs. Mm. Um, last week he commented the fact that hairs weren't they quick. Um, oh, he'd, <laughs> he'd not. I said, did you not know the story of the hare and the tortoise and stuff like that? He went. Just even think about it. But yeah, there's so uh, he's been doing that this week, uh, which is nice, not being long. You, he's got something else as well. I bet he's got stunning vistas. I bet he has. Because there's quite some stunning vistas I, around I, there. Yeah. Oh, the vistas I down said to him, get some nice low shots of Darwin Lodge, switch the lights off in Darwin Lodge, and if you've got a clear night, you're going to get that Milky Way going right across like a. Listen, listener, if you're living in the. Uh, the here. Ed Sheeran and Justin Hawkins, you listen to this, right? So you're in the UK and you think you've seen the Milky Way. You have not seen the Milky Way. No. You come down here to the Falkland Islands where there's hardly any light pollution. There's hardly any pollution full stop. You've got a nice clear night. It is a absolute thick silver ribbon right across the mm. sky. Have you seen it yet? Yeah, so um, it was the other month there was a new moon. So no moon in the sky, yep. clear nights. So we went and stood by the totem pole just looked up and so many stars in the sky it's more amazing. stars than you can shake a stick mm. at amazing yeah absolutely who is the doctor who and i'm not talking about doctor who here but the doctor who is according to you quite good looking oh brian cox uh, professor Cox. professor brian cox get yourself down here yeah. You know, with Ed Sheeran, so you see a good gig, gig as well. No, look, let's get and, the darkness down. Sorry, never the... mind Ed Sheeran. Let's get the darkness down. Darkness yeah. and Brian Cox <laughs> yeah. will be Brian well Cox away. Brian Cox has a really nice voice. Isn't he got it's a really calming? So isn't it? Yeah, my mum likes Brian Cox because yeah. he's got such a soothing He has. Voice. He's got a really reassuring voice. It's like, mm. don't worry, don't be afraid of science. Mm. I will so explain. Can we just, can we just 
bring him here just to like stress yeah. relief. Just sit him on the sofa. He can oh, just talk yeah. to us so when we're really stressed. So basically, that's a good idea. Message to Catherine's mom. Right, we're trying to organise you to get on a private jet with Doc Professor Brian Cox to and the darkness. To the and the darkness. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. So it'll all, that will all be great. Um, <laughs> Yeah, this may or may not work. Yeah, yeah. So you look at that. That's what you do in lockdown. When sorry, when you're in quarantine mm. at the Malvina House Hotel, he's gone that front grassy bit mm. and watch the watch the stars. Anyway, um, unfortunately, let's do the little serious bit now. We have got three cases of COVID in the Falklands, positive cases at the moment. They are all people who came from the UK and they are in quarantine. So these were um, swabs that were surveillance swabs that were taken while they're in quarantine and picked up the fact that they're positive for COVID. They have not set foot out of their quarantine place. Um, so it's not like it's rife here at all. It's just people, and it's, it's quarantine has worked just as it should Absolutely. have done, mm. just as it should have done. So they are being looked after and, and made sure they're okay. Um, but there's just the three people there um, from two flights, wasn't it? Two flights that came in. Yeah, yeah. two flights and uh, yeah. yeah. But like you say, the, the whole quarantine process it all worked, has worked yeah. very, very well. There's no quarantine in town. And as I say, we're just practically, well, back to normal really, aren't we? Um, so the Hillside Art Show was on last night, which you had a little sneak peek during the day, didn't you? Yeah, we did. But we couldn't go to the one in the evening. And it was actually the new uh, commander of the British Forces. It was mm. his first kind of big event outing wasn't yeah. it because um, we weren't there because we all went to the cinema to watch we did again we're there all the time aren't we we are watching 18 plus films as well yeah <laughs> so this was a drag documentary that FITV put together um, from the previous drag extravaganza show that was last year and the year before um, and sort of putting piecing it all together yes and I want to mention this because obviously we're FITV are going into a recruitment for a replacement to broadcast journalists. We are. We are. So so that will um, so if you are interested in coming to the Falklands, please apply. But also Oh they might what, be listening to this. Exactly. Mm. So where else in the world could you do a documentary film and have it displayed on a national cinema to a full audience? Yeah, it was a sellout. It was a sellout. You know, fantastic. Yeah. Just unbelievable. The opportunities here in the Falklands are incredible yes so uh, if you are applying for the job that is uh, currently available at FITV I'm just gonna just give you a little hint I think if you go to a website called beingritaseagull.wordpress.com and in amongst there is just a little top sort of t 12 I think tips uh, with regards to your CV and I think just just have a quick look at it um, because there are some things that maybe you should put in your CV and some things that you may not put in your CV. Let's just, I think we'll just leave it like that. Have a look um, and, and see that because nobody likes um, Oprah Winfrey quoted in a CV. I don't know if that's what they told you at university. No, they, they said not to. Well, I mean, they didn't mention quoting people, but I just assumed that you wouldn't do that. <laughs> it's just some odd, some odd, odd covering letters. What did, uh, did you get given lessons on how to apply for um, jobs and stuff? We were, it was just sort of like you went and spoke to tutors and asked for some advice, and they helped you with your CV and sort of personal tutor things. They'd have a look over it with you and, and things like that. But we didn't actually have specific lectures saying, 
this is how you write a CV, this is what you put in it. It was more sort of, you just went to the tutors and said, help me, please. Okay. I, <laughs> I think, want to get I a think, job. <laughs> I think on a, the, the, when we do interview people, we like to put them at their ease, don't we? And I think maybe we, we do that very well sometimes, because I, I do remember <laughs> um, uh, certain uh, candidates who, at the end of the interview, we asked them if they had any more questions, and they said no. This is a video. And, yeah, and yeah. We, we thanked them, and, uh, and then they said, uh, as a parting shot, as we switched the video off, was, love you. <laughs> yeah. and, uh, okay, I, bye, love you. And, yeah, and I was just... <laughs> Steve and, I looked, Steve and I looked at each other and went, did he just say what oh we think goodness. about him? Yeah, so... Uh, um, but listen, spell your things correctly, and that's British spelling and not American spelling. If you're going to copy and paste from other documents, please match the fonts uh, and match the font size, because that is just, just a little bit sloppy, I feel. Um, and have a look. Have a look what we require and stick that in your CV. Do you think, Steve, because obviously you've seen many, many CVs over the year, both for FITV and other businesses, do you think that there's a difference between, say, looking for a financial people and, you know, other... You do, you can't just have one CV to, to, that oh, no, sells all. Oh, no, you've got to tell your CV. You've got to tell your CV, your CV to the role because, let's face it, every role is, is different. Uh, you know, and, and certainly uh, uh, a financial director's role is very different from a broadcast journalist's role, yeah. for instance. So it's no good just making your CV up and flinging it out there because, you know... Don't in, be flinging in, your CVs, in, no. In 95% of cases, you uh, will not meet the requirements because you haven't addressed the specific requirements for that job, mm. like the requirement to have a full driving licence. Yes, indeed. Uh, indeed. And if you don't mention that on your CV and it's a essential requirement, then you may find that you've not, but even though you have it, you may not find that, that you're um, going forward. Exactly, exactly. And I've had many CVs of, um, <laughs> not many, as I've seen many CVs over the years, um, and n normally they're very good. They know who to address it to, dear Mrs. Phones, dear Paul, or whatever. Um, I did get one that said, dear sir, madam. Okay, so it's obviously their standard. Um, covering letter but it said I'm very excited about this job at Endemol so I, we're not Endemol so that was straight and my attention to detail is is great yeah it's yes. not mm. so that's there um, also don't rely on the uh, these are all the top tips at re, being Rita Seagull by the way um, is also have a look at your spell check because dairy is actually a word and so is diary so diary management and dairy management Two different things. Yes. Two different things. So, um, yeah, have a look at that and see see what's going on. Anyway, let's move on from that. And what are you doing tomorrow, Catherine? I need to look at the board and see. What am I doing tomorrow? I think we've got a day off tomorrow. You have got a day off. Yay. <laughs> what are you going to do? Are you going go to go down to York Bay? I might on, go not to York. On your own, though, because oh, the quicksand. No, the quick, yeah. yeah, I need to let someone know where I was before I went, just in yeah. case I don't come back. No, it's... Oh, so much free time, I don't know what to do with it. <laughs> it's a whole day. I don't know what you're going to do. Oh. whole day. I hope the weather's good for it. Yeah. I'm really worried that it'll get to tomorrow. It'll be rainy, it'll be windy. I'll just have to spend the whole day inside the house cleaning. Oh, that's not good. Which, which won't be fun. No. Saturday, there is an NPC open day, but we're not going to go to that. We're going to have a rest on that. The Tabernacle Church, 
have got a fundraiser for the um, chari- for cancer charity. Mm. Their soup is legendary. Soup and a roll. So we are going down there yeah. for soup and a roll at Ed, the Tabernacle fundraiser. Tabernacle soup yeah. and a roll. See, that's what yeah. they could be doing. The darkness. Stop stop plugging Ed Sheeran when we want the darkness down Sorry. here. I, I also want Ed Sheeran though, please. <laughs> <laughs> In the little poll up, are you Ed Sheeran or are you the darkness? You know, what, what's mm. going on? Um, and there's also a MasterChef thing, which I think Ollie's going to cover, but um, we don't need a lot of money. But Sunday, um, James Bicaldo is coming to our house, and it's your birthday, Steve, by the way. I don't know if you were aware of that. Um, yes, I've sort of had the celebration, so yes. Yeah, so James is going to come to our house, and he's going to cook three items for us that we can then put on over Christmas when Hannah and I are in the UK, and you're all on your own. Yes, just leaving me all on my tod. Yeah. So that'll be fun. At least I'll have the cooking to, to put out. You'll be great. It'll be great. Um, looking next week, um, it's not looking, well, other than my hair, having my hair done on Wednesday, talking about hair, hair you appointments. You could go with Hannah. Um, but next weekend is just as busy. I mean, we've got the Advent Market at the Christchurch Cathedral. There's the fire engine pool, the legendary fire engine pool, which is just always a treat. And it's also a classic vehicle show. Nigel Leach is yes. doing this, organised this classic. We've never had a, a motor show here. Have you ever been to a motor show, Steve? Yes, oh yes, definitely. Went to the one at the NEC many, many years ago. Uh, fascinating. Okay, well there's supposed to be lots of classic uh, Land Rovers and emergency vehicles and yeah. tractors and all sorts down there. So that actually went quite good. Uh, on the Sunday, I mean, Ollie is just going to go mad over this, is Map Day. They're doing this Map Day event. Again, I've never known a Map Day event down here before. So um, he's going to be covering that. So it's all, and then we're practically into December. Oh my goodness! Yes. Um, now talking of December, we should mention the Fitbit challenge, right? Okay. Because Hannah and Catherine have been participating in a Fitbit challenge. Yes. A daily one and a weekly one. Mm-hmm. Now, um, I think that's a fantastic thing for all our listeners to. Participating, yeah, but you know what? A listener doesn't really doesn't really engage with us too much. No, but this is they're too busy walking a dog. Fantastic way to engage, um, because it doesn't matter where you are in the world, you can oh yes, of participate course. in the Fitbit challenge. In the Fitbit number challenge, number of steps. Yeah. So if you're really interested, get in contact with us. Hannah and Catherine will add you to the Fitbit group. We will. And uh, we can say, let's say, the first week in December, have an international FITV Fitbit, Fitbit challenge, challenge with a prize. Yeah. Now, we're not sure what the prize will be, but we could have a prize. I don't know, but there is, a, there is a few people in this office who don't possess Fitbits. So, Fitbit, you know, send us some Fitbits. Because <laughs> we haven't got any. Um, no, I don't know. I, I, I go between thinking it's the best thing ever and... Wondering whether I should actually do it. So you've got a Fitbit, yes. haven't you? Is it the minefield? Hey, look at what I did there. Is it the minefield that I think it is in buying a Fitbit? It wasn't that difficult to buy the Fitbit. To choose which one? No, I, I just went for the one that had GPS on it so I could track runs and walks and stuff. Oh, okay. So, um, yeah, I think it, it's the same one Hannah's got. So I was just like, eh, I'll go for this one. I mean, there's not many options down here. Uh, no. There was only a couple of Fitbits in the shop, so I just went for, the, yeah. for this one. Um, but no, it's 
at the time I thought buying a Fitbit was a great idea and I was really excited about it and then when I realised that Hannah was going to start these Fitbit challenges and she's been dragging me for walks before work in the morning, at lunchtime, in the evening, going on all... I went on a 15 kilometre walk the other day, <laughs> on my, the last day off I had on Friday, went on a 15 kilometre walk and my Fitbit ran out when I was 5k <gasps> from home so oh, I lost out on no. so many steps because my Fitbit ran out of battery. So now I'm sort of a bit like kind of regretting buying a Fitbit because I've had to go out on so many walks. It's ridiculous. I haven't had a moment to sit down. But you have to say you weren't regretting your Fitbit on the daily challenge. No, when I when won. You won. No, that was and Hannah had to clean your car. That one, no, that was pretty great. Well, those things like you knew that Hannah had gone to bed, so you went out for a walk and yeah, it was dark. Yeah, because Hannah had told me that she's like, oh, I, I go to bed around 10. And it got to sort of half nine. I was like, Hannah won't be out walking now. She'll, she'll go to bed. Um, so it got to, yeah, around half nine. I thought, I'm just going to go for a walk around the block and got up to 20,000 steps, beat her. So that's another thing, listener, when you're listening to this and thinking, do I go down to the Falklands or not? Um, as a female walking on your own at night when it's dark, it's absolutely perfectly yeah. safe, even it's, with headphones on. Yeah, it, it's, it's weird. I was walking along, I was like, oh, should I be doing this at night by myself? And I was like, oh, I can. You just it's wouldn't great. do it in the UK, oh, no. would you? No. No, but you did. Now, I know you won the daily challenge. I did lose the weekly challenge. the weekly challenge. challenge. So how, is, how did the Sunday roast go? Well, we didn't actually make the Sunday roast because, yeah, we were so busy at the weekend, we didn't have a chance. But I'm going to... Paul has told me how to cook a shoulder of lamb. And I told Hannah very proudly that when we've got a free Sunday, I will cook the lamb. And she's like, oh, I don't like lamb. Oh, so now I don't, know what no. to cook. I don't know what to cook for the Sunday lunch. So I think I'm just going to get them all a sandwich from Shorty's or something. <laughs> <laughs> they're not going to eat the lamb that I'm going to cook them. Then they're sure going to just have a sure sandwich. Yeah. Right. Once it's in there and smelling gorgeous. Yeah. I mean, they said cook a Sunday roast. I'll do that. If they don't eat it, it's up to them. Yeah, well, that's right. But it's a good point here that, it, listener, if you're going to compete in the Fitbit Challenge, let us know what the winner or the loser could do as a sort of, you know, um, um, penalty, I suppose. Or whatever. Yeah, okay. You know, um, you know like. Like we said, they cooking the Sunday roast, or uh, you, you know, or cleaning the car. Do something you know, like, that. like that. Excellent. Right, we've witted on for far too long on this, but oh, it has no, been. We haven't. <laughs> <laughs> um, and we managed to only, that, and that was your fault, Catherine. We only Oops. dipped into a, um, a dad joke once. Um, so now you know the warning yes, signs, yes, so I'll we're all on, that, on top of that. Uh, if you want to know what we're talking about, you need to watch episode 508 of uh, Falklands in Focus. You go to fitv.co.fk and click on our channel. And when you purchase it, it's £6, it's for the whole month, and that means you can watch as many, many episodes as you like during that month, um, and then you'll be billed for the second month. Um, or you can do a year subscription, which is only £60, which is like nothing really so um join us next week um and see what we've been up to um until then stay safe wash your hands and do everything else bye, bye. For now. bye.